In today's episode, I'm breaking down the number one strategy to growing your confidence, increasing your self-belief. Now, at a foundational level, confidence is simply believing in yourself. And in this podcast, I want to show you two things you can do to build up that confidence. Take control over your negative thinking and learn to think intentionally good thoughts about you. I give you lots of good questions to help you develop a solid foundation of confidence and start building that confidence muscle. You ready? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Ambitious and Balanced Working Mom Podcast, the place for women who want to balance their ambitious career goals with their life as a mom. If you're looking to feel more confident, decisive, and productive at both work and home, then this is the place for you. I'm your host, Rebecca Olson. Let's get to it. Hey, working moms, how are you doing today? My daughter is turning seven tomorrow. I can't believe it. And I have all of these feels as a mom. Oftentimes around my kids' birthdays, I spend time really thinking about their growth and how far they've come over the last year. Sometimes I look back at photos. I usually like craft a a social media post that really talks about them and names all of their favorites and kind of what they're doing and growing and learning and, and, you know, a, a collage of pictures and all that kind of stuff. And it's just this really sweet time of reflection on my kids and their development. And so for my daughter, who's turning seven, she is extremely curious. It's really fun right now to watch her brain churn because she doesn't just want to understand like why things work the way they do. She wants to understand the reasonings behind things. So like, for example, uh, just this last week, my, my husband and I purchased a van from a friend And she really wanted to know why we would spend money on a car when our other car still operates just fine, which is a great question to ask. And I explained that, you know, as our family has gotten bigger and older, we need a lot more space, particularly when we go on road trips and vacations. And she was like, yeah, but why would you spend money on a car when you could spend zero money and just keep the one we have? (laughs) These are the kinds of questions and conversations we have every day. Just why do we do what we do? Why do we make the the decisions we make? You know, why do I get something and my brother doesn't or vice versa? And as exhausting, of course, as all of these questions are at the age of seven, I'm just watching this amazing child turn into a confident young lady. You know, someone who really knows what she wants and why she wants it. And I'm seeing her opinions about herself and others develop just right before my eyes. And it's provided this this time of reflection on what it really means to grow confident. Because confidence is something that many working moms struggle with, particularly right after they start having kids. There's almost this sense that we lose confidence in the transition into motherhood. And most people think of confidence as being very black and white, as if it is something that we can lose. But I like to think of confidence more like a muscle. We all have it. Every single one of us has access to confidence. It's just a part of being a human being. 
We're born with it. It doesn't ever leave us. It's not something that we have to go find or discover. It's not magical. It's not mystical. It's just a muscle that already exists in our body that we have to develop and tone just like any other muscle in our body. We don't go looking for our bicep. You know, we know it exists in there if we want to develop it. We just have to tone it and we have to use it over and over again, right? And I think that's really the most helpful way to think about confidence because it gives us a lot of control over the feeling. Just like we have control over how strong our muscle gets and how often we lift weights and so forth, we know that if we just lift weights with our arms every single day, our arms are going to get a lot stronger and they're going to get a lot larger and more developed. And the same is true with confidence. The more we practice confidence, the more we use that muscle, the stronger and more developed it's going to become. So the most natural next question to ask is how, right? How do you develop this muscle of confidence? Because we all know how to do that with our arms. You just lift the weights and do the push-ups or do the pull-ups. You know, you simply isolate and utilize the muscle group and over time, you're going to get stronger. Well, in reality, confidence really isn't all that different. You just need to know how to exercise it, how to use it and how to use it intentionally. And right now, I want to talk to you about the best exercise that you can do to really develop your confidence muscle faster. But before I do, I want to make sure we're all on the same page about even what that word means, confidence. Now, I did a whole episode on regaining confidence after motherhood. It was episode 20, and I'll put the link to that in the show notes. But for the sake of this podcast, very briefly, I want to get on the same page because a lot of people mistake confidence with expertise, and they're not the same thing. An expert is someone that has extensive skill or knowledge in a particular area and uses that extensive knowledge in order to make decisions and move forward. A confident person doesn't necessarily have extensive knowledge or skills in any one area, and instead, they simply trust themselves to make decisions and move forward. So confident people experience fear and doubt. They just don't allow that to get in the way of them moving forward. They make decisions to the best of their ability, despite not being an expert. It's really self-trust that separates someone that is confident from someone that's not. Now, the dictionary says that confidence is firm trust in something, ultimately. And I would agree. I would just expound upon that by saying it's firm trust in yourself. That is the muscle we're trying to develop when we're talking about increasing confidence. You're developing the muscle of trusting in yourself. So what does it really mean to trust yourself? Well, really, simply put, trust is belief. So self-trust is belief in yourself. Now, this is the number one strategy for growing your confidence as a working mom. It's building up your belief in self at a foundational level. Let me say that again. The number one strategy for growing your confidence as a working mom is to build up your belief in self at a foundational level, because that's really all confidence is. It's self-belief. Now, remember, we're talking about this like a muscle. So that belief in self is something that develops and gets stronger over time. It's something that you have to practice over and over and over again. Okay, now there are 
of course, countless ways that you can do this. But the most important thing to remember is it's about consistency. Just like building muscle is about working out and lifting weights consistently, so building up your confidence is about building up that belief in self consistently. And remember, just like you can lose muscle when you stop working out and you stop lifting weights, the same thing can happen with your level of confidence. I like to think of the journey of confidence as being lifelong. I'm always going to have to put in some level of effort into believing in myself in a different way at a different level, you know, through my life. And I actually think that's a really helpful perspective. To believe that you attain confidence and then it's with you forever is just not the human experience. We go in and out of experiencing a deep level of confidence and belief in self based on how focused we are on thinking about it. Okay, so what do we actually need to be thinking about? How do you build that belief in self? Like, what's the tool, right, to developing your belief in self? I mean, it's pretty simple when we're talking about developing a bicep. You simply lift five pounds, and then eventually you lift 10 pounds, and then eventually you lift 20 pounds, and so forth, and you lift the amount of weight, and over time, that bicep muscle is going to grow. But what about this self-belief muscle? Self-belief, you know, doesn't feel very tangible, which is why so many people find it very elusive. And they describe their level of confidence as kind of coming and going and kind of feeling elusive. But I actually think developing your belief in self is really quite simple. It is the words that you use to describe yourself. That's it. That is the tool for building up your confidence muscle. It's choosing to think intentionally positive thoughts about yourself or intentional beliefs about yourself. Okay, now this is where it can get tricky though, because most of our brains don't overtly say mean things to us. Some do. (laughs) I've certainly met lots of women that would describe that. But for the most part, our brains are very subtle when it talks to us. And we don't even realize how those words are eating away at our confidence muscle. So for example, When you choose to think things like, oh, they really just want to be with me and not at daycare when they're crying at drop-off. Or when you're standing in front of your team and you think somebody else would probably be better at leading this meeting than me. Or maybe your kid is throwing a tantrum and you think, oh, I don't know how to handle this. They shouldn't be crying at all. I must have done something wrong. Now, each of those thoughts say something about you as a person, right? What do you think? Is this person confident? They're thinking they want to be with me, not at daycare. Someone else could probably be doing this better. I don't know how to handle this. I must have done something wrong. Instead of saying you're not a great leader, which would be very overt and clear, your brain is offering something much more subtle like, oh, somebody else could probably do this better. Or instead of saying you're a terrible mom, your brain offers they really shouldn't be crying. They both feel pretty similar when you say them to yourself, right? They both feel kind of heavy and discouraging. And that's why they have the same effect on on taking away your confidence muscle. And that's why it's so important to tune into how your brain is talking to you, because oftentimes the words and thoughts that tear down your confidence, you don't even realize that you're saying. And if growing confident is about building up that self-belief, we can't be tearing ourselves down in one breath 
and then trying to build ourselves up in the next, right? That would be kind of like binge eating a container of Oreos and then trying to work out to offset those calories, right? It doesn't really work like that. The most effective thing to do is to really gain control over your thoughts and then at the same time start consistently offering your brain helpful positive thoughts or beliefs about yourself. So awareness to your default thoughts is is a really key in order to start changing them. And a simple thought download, I think, is one of the most helpful tools to start gaining some of that awareness. Now, a thought download is simply just a download of all of the thoughts in your brain as if it was a computer, right? You start literally writing down all of the things that you're thinking about yourself, about your ability, about a particular task, about you performing that particular task. I mean, I did this just this morning, right before I was writing this podcast. It's Monday morning. I just started to ask myself, you know, how am I thinking about my week? How am I feeling? How am I thinking about the various appointments that I have on my calendar this week and my ability to show up for them? Well, how am I thinking about writing this podcast right now? You know, what are my thoughts about my ability to teach on the subject? A thought download is just helps you gain awareness over your default thoughts, and it gives you a clue into if you're thinking thoughts that are building up your confidence muscle or tearing them down. And then after you look at all of your default thoughts, you can start to write out some more intentional thoughts about yourself. You can learn how to tailor questions to your particular circumstance or situation, but really generally thinking some of my favorite questions are just, how do I know I'm already good right now? Why am I the right person to be doing this? What makes me a great mom? What makes me a great worker? What's going well? The point isn't to really trick your brain into believing something that isn't true about you or your abilities. It's just simply trying to take the focus off of the things that aren't going well or the things that you're not as good at and instead focus your brain on the good, positive things about you. Now, I tell my clients all the time, there are a hundred different things that you can think about yourself. No, all of them are true. Some of those thoughts are helpful to you and make you feel really good. And some, some of them just aren't. They're not useful. And then instead, they make you feel nervous or they make you feel like a failure. They make you feel fearful in some way. So the number one strategy to growing your confidence is to be intentionally focusing your brain on the good stuff about you and your life and taking the focus off of the areas of life that you are growing in or the areas of life that are challenging to you. Now, there is something that makes this work a lot easier, and that's really working at establishing some base-level core beliefs about yourself. Now, with my clients, I really help them determine their values, their identity, and their purpose as a way of creating this foundational core level of belief. And what we're really doing is we're giving their brain some go-to language to describe themselves in a positive way. That way, they aren't really recreating the wheel every day as they intentionally start to think about themselves. They can just kind of simply go back to their values and say, you know, I really value learning. I'm really good at taking in information and figuring out what's relevant and then using that to inform decisions for me and my team. Or they can go to their identity and they can say, you know, one of my identities is being a helper. I really desire to help people that feel overwhelmed and step in and to assist in whatever way I can. 
or their purpose. It might be to create structure in chaotic situations. And what they think about themselves is, you know, I'm just really good at gathering all of the relevant pieces of information, finding a common ground amongst all of it, and then creating a system to help filter all of that information and communicate it out. I just am really good at knowing how to do that. So when you have this base level of belief like that to fall back on, it helps you through those tough moments or those tough tough days, like when you botch up a presentation that you gave or when you have to have a really difficult conversation with somebody on your team that feels really crummy or you have to ask your client for an extension on a deadline. You know, in in all of these everyday kind of crappy moments, you know, you still know, you still can come back to these very core beliefs about who you are, what kind of value you bring to the table, and and why you're here. So confidence is self-trust. And self-trust is simply believing in yourself at a foundational level. Everyone has something to offer this world each and every day. Everyone has something to give and has value to give their families, their marriages, their workplaces. And in order to grow your confidence muscle, you need to be focusing your brain on what you have to offer, what you do well, what makes you special and unique, and really believing in yourself and focusing your brain on all of the positive things about you. If you do that every day, even just for five minutes, that muscle is going to slowly grow and get stronger and stronger. Just like if you were to do a push-up challenge five minutes a day, it's going to get easier and easier and you're going to grow stronger and stronger. If you need help, just reach out to me and let's schedule a free chat. You know, just like a personal trainer is going to help you get your body into shape, in coaching, I help train your brain to really focus on the positive, to learn how to be kind to yourself, to believe in yourself at a foundational level, and overcome all of the challenging fears that come up when you go after big goals. I'll put a link in the show notes if that is something that you are ready for and if you want to schedule that free chat. But in the meantime, working moms, let's just get to it. Hey, before you go, I want to take a moment and tell you about an opportunity to speak with me directly. If you've been listening to this podcast and still feel like you need help balancing a fulfilling career with motherhood, then I encourage you to schedule a free breakthrough call. On this call, we will get crystal clear on exactly what it is you want out of your career and how you want to balance that with motherhood. And then we'll craft next steps for you to start moving toward a more calm and fulfilling working mom life. Head over to www.rebeccaolsoncoaching.com forward slash book to apply for this free call. Till next week and working moms, let's get to it. <music>